Rise and shine with the Word of God. Wake up Saturday mornings with a purpose. Tune in at 10 a.m. and join Antonia Roman as she sings and reads the Word of God. The Word of God will give you insight for the purpose in your life. Now here is your host, Antonia Roman. friends on this Saturday morning. Thank you so much for tuning in with us again today. We greatly appreciate you always following us on the podcast, coming in with us on Saturday mornings to dive into the Word of God. And uh, as we are, you know, still uh, celebrating as much as we can, with um, the holy days that are currently in the month of September and the beginning of October. It's a time to reflect. It's a time to spend with God. It's a time to uh, really look at everything in a spiritual way as well as in a natural way. So my friends, um, I hope that you're ready to dive into the Word of God. And I hope that you have your pens and your papers uh, ready to take notes. And I hope that you will be attentive to the Word of God that we're going to be diving in today into. We are starting a new chapter. As you all know, we have finished the chapter, the entire book, that is, of uh, all the various chapters of Zechariah. We finished that last week. And we were left with the promise of the coming king, which is a great expectation for us to have as believers. And today we're going to dive into a different chapter. Today we are going to be diving in the book of Hosea. Um, So let's open up first in a word of prayer to prepare us for what we're about to read. And then let's dive in. Father, we thank you for this beautiful day that you have made. Thank you so much, Lord, for just giving us another day of purpose, another day of life, giving us an opportunity to really get to know who you are. Uh, We are given the luxury and the privilege of having the Holy Bible that helps guide us when we read your word. And we thank you so much for you prepare us with instructions You guide us. You give us warnings. You give us great examples in the Bible of how we can apply the stories from back then to today in our lives. And we thank you as we get ready to dive into this word, which um, this entire story that we're getting ready to dive into is, is very deep. So God, we just... Thank you for your word. Amen. So my friends, uh, we are going to be starting off in the book of Hosea. We're going to start with chapter 1. And um, right before I start to read, I want everyone to understand how God's word is so powerful. God's word is so powerful that sometimes the things we read surprise us and shock us 
And in reading his word that shocks us, <laughs> surprises us, we must remember that God knows all things for the good of all of those people and all of us who he loves. And when he says something specific in his word, it's for us to really take heed to and be attentive of what he is saying um, and what is to be the outcome of what we're reading and how it resonates with our hearts. So this is what Hosea chapter 1 starts to say, starting with chapter 1 verse 1, and this is what it says. The word of the Lord that came to Hosea, the son of Barry, in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah, and in the days of Jeroboam, the son of Joash, king of Israel. The f when the Lord began to speak by Hosea, the Lord said to Hosea, Go take yourself a wife of hollow tree and children of hollow tree. For the land has committed great hollow tree by departing from the Lord. So he went into Goma, the daughter of Diblim, and she conceived and bore him a son. Then the Lord said to him, Call his name Jezreel, for in a little while I will avenge the bloodshed of Jezreel on the house of Jehu, and bring an end to the kingdom of the house of Israel. And it shall come to pass in that day that I will break the bow of Israel in the valley of Jezreel. Father, we thank you so much for your word because we know that your word is true. We know that your word gives us life. And we know that your word gives us warnings, instructions, prepares us, and also makes us think very deeply about what you are saying so that we could really understand where your heart is. And we thank you for your word. Amen. So my friends, it starts to say here and just give you a, a backstory. Hosea was a prophet. He was a prophet. And um, he was a prophet that was used by God. Again, to bring messages and to bring action to things that were happening within his community. And... We have been covering numerous, you know, prophets as we've been reading different books from the Bible. And this is one prophet that we're going to be reading about for the next couple of weeks that carried out the obedience that God asked him to do. And we've seen that with many prophets, how they will ad they will hear to God's word of what God wants them to do and the message to be brought forth 
to the community. But in this particular chapter, not only is the prophet being part of the community as all the prophets were, and not only is he bringing across the message like all the prophets did, and even some of the other prophets, you know, they had to do certain actions, uh, do certain things that the Lord required of them. So is this prophet doing the same? But this prophet has been given an assignment that is a little bit outside the box, I would say, than what we would normally see or wonder why did God ask him to do that? Or why would God require that prophet to do that? So when we first hear the first verse that says, the word of the Lord that came to Hosea, the son of Barry, in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah. So this word, this specific message that God gives to Hosea, comes at a time in the days of these different kings that existed at the time as kings of Judah. There were numerous kings that were kings of Judah during this time. So he served those kings, and it was particularly these four kings that it's identifying here. So he was a prophet to them, and he was a prophet who brought messages that were clear as day to these kings directly from the Lord, directly from God. And then the days of, as well, Jeroboam, the son of Joash, king of Israel. So right away we see that Hosea was a prophet to all these kings. And as you know, Judah... The tribe of Judah is a very important tribe to God. And as you know, Israel as well, the children of Israel are very important to God as well. So we start to see that Hosea was a prophet to all of these kings. And I'm sure at that time, he must have brought forth numerous tons of of messages to these kings. Not only so they could know how to reign according to God's word in their status and position as leaders, but also for the good of the community that they served and oversaw and were responsible for. And when we start to get the back's context of or the backstory, I say, of who these kings were and what was happening at this time. It's a, it's a pleasure and a privilege for you to be a prophet at this time and to have been given the opportunity to, on behalf of the Lord, give so many messages to so many people in leadership positions. And today we have that too. We have people that have served in, in um, you know, being uh, priests, ministers, pastors, um, onto leadership that has 
led countries, states, cities. And there are many people today alive that have served under some capacity in really seeing a change in different leaderships. For example, like the presidency. So there's chaplains and there's priests and ministers who have served in the White House, who have served as um, a um, foundational um, person who would pray and bring many words or encouragement or, or inspiration to leaders. And the same thing with numerous places in cities and states for other types of leadership. But when we think about specifically about the kings, we can really coordinate this with the presidents of the United States as we know them and who they have been in the past. And the people that were by their side, advising them, giving them um, insight on things, right? And when we look at this spiritually, we know that, you know, every president has always had some type of um, religious advisor, I want to call it, on their behalf as well to pray and, and, and ask for peace and ask for, you know, um, anything that's required in the spirit. And then when we think of it in the natural, we also see how the president has AIDS, right? And um, he has people who are his advisors and people who give him information that's necessary to help him make some decisions that are very important in everyday life um, during their tenure time in leadership in that leadership position. So when we know right away that Hosea used to serve all of these people, all of these kings, he was in the presence of many people who had power, right? And in having uh, the presence of being in front of, uh, the, the, uh, the opportunity to, have, to be in the presence of people who have power, I'm sure Hosea saw a lot, heard a lot, and knew a lot. <laughs> okay? So now, when it starts to tell us, when the Lord began to speak to Hosea, the Lord said to Hosea, Go take yourself a wife of hollow tree and children of hollow tree. For the land has committed great hollow tree by departing from the Lord. Let's discuss this. So the Lord goes to pro the prophet Hosea. This is a faithful servant who has done everything he is supposed to do on behalf of what the Lord will ask him to do. And he specifically gives him an assignment. He's given a specific assignment to carry out on behalf of the Lord. Because remember, we're ambassadors for the Lord. We're representatives of the Lord, right? And when we think of this, back in the day, Hosea was a representative and an ambassador of the Lord. And people knew that. They knew who he was. They knew what he represented. 
And today we can apply this to our lives because as beacons of light that we're supposed to be as Christians and followers of, of Christ, we're supposed to also be people that other individuals can look at and they would know, you know, these people have relationship with God. These people got the peace of God. They've got the joy. They've got they've got so many things. They have the fruit of the spirit of God. It should be evident, right? And we too, my friends, have been given assignments from the Lord. If you're a believer in Christ, if you you're involved in any type of ministry, God has used you and called you to be part of the church to whether that's in the capacity of leadership or something else. You know, you have been given this opportunity, you have been given this assignment, and now you're going to carry it out. And you're going to carry it out trusting in the Lord every detail of the assignment he's giving you. And this assignment, as we hear it clearly, you and I, is an assignment that is like, most of us would be like, what? What, Lord? What did you just say? Did I hear you correctly? Because when it says, go, that the Lord told him, go take for your, go take yourself a wife of hollow tree. That is the Lord telling a man, the prophet Hosea, go find a woman who's not clean, who's not a virgin, who is not reserved, not conservative. So I'm just giving you examples, right? But instead, go find this woman who's been around the block numerous times, who might even have a business going on, who um, is very carefree, very sensual, very seductive, very, um, um, very out there. And he also says, and children of hollow tree. What does that mean? Wait, not only are we going to find a, a wife who is possibly, you know, a madam, a prostitute, selling her body, whatever the case might be, a core girl, right? Because I'm just breaking it down to layman's terms here for us. But God also said, and children of holotry, like go, get with her, uh, marry her, you know, be partners, be intimately in relationship. And also, you're going to have children with her. So they're going to be children of, of Hollet, right? Because back in the day, the community knew the reputations of many people. It was small, sm- small um, um, uh, cliques of people with small communities, big communities. But everyone who lived nearby and saw each other, knew each other. They knew everyone's profession, and the same way someone would know if someone was a carpenter, somebody was a mathematician, you know, of an accountant or whatever, this the book. So they would also know if someone was a prostitute, you know, the type of business they were running. If they were, you know, doing things under the table, whatever may have been shady. If everybody knew people's reputations in the town, in the community at the time of Hosea. So the fact that the Lord would say to Hosea, go ahead and go do this. Go grab a woman in this status, then have children with her 
where your children will also have this status, you know, because of the reputation. It says, for the land has committed great haltry by departing from the Lord. Because God was saying, the Lord was saying to Hosea, I'm asking you to do this because something great and major has happened in the land. And it has actually taken on this lifestyle or this um, way of being to be very natural, to be very well accepted, and to be seen by all, known by all, and given an opportunity to be accessible to all. And it says here, by departing from the Lord. So what does that mean? So here the Lord was saying to Hosea, I wasn't gonna put you on this assignment and it's a specific one. And the reason I'm asking you to do it is because there are many people who have walked away from, from being involved with me. They have departed from me. They're no longer in relationship with me. And they are doing things that are not good they're caught up in sexual immorality they're caught up in um doing things that they should not be doing and for the lord to have asked hosea to have done this assignment i am sure he had to do it because many people have fallen by the wayside and had departed from the Lord. Because at this time, through all these different kings that were identified in the backstory here, we have to understand that during the time of these kings as well, many of the people practice other gods. They practice other ideologies. They didn't fulfill in continue to do God's commandments as God required them to do. And most of all, they did not um, repent. They didn't walk away from the sin. They kept committing the sins over and over again. And one of the main sins of this time was prostitution People getting with prostitutes, people getting with um, however we want to call it these days, call girls or, you know, chaperones, because we give it so many names these days. Um, and God was saying, I have to give you the specific assignment because of what has happened. Now, I don't know about you, but I can only imagine what was going through Hosea's mind at the time. He must have been like, what, Lord? Did I hear you correctly? You're asking me to do this? Do I really have to do this? Like, I can just imagine how much was going through Hosea's mind when he was asked to do this task, which for many prophets, I'm sure at this time, was a little bit outside the box, was a little bit unusual, 
that the Lord may ask them to do something like this. But because Hosea loved the Lord and he knew that the Lord used him mightily uh, during this time, he was obedient to the Lord. He didn't even question it. He may have thought about it for a second and said, well, Lord, did I hear you clearly? Okay, let me write this down, Lord. Did I hear you clearly? You said for me to do this. And I'm sure the Lord confirmed it in his spirit and said, yeah, you heard me right. You heard me correctly. Everything I just said is what I want you to do and carry out. And I know that for Hosea at that moment, the only thing he knew to do was be obedient. So in being obedient, he goes ahead. And this is what the next verse says. So he went and took Goma, the daughter of Diblaim, and she conceived and bore him a son. So he went, he carried out the assignment that God had given him. And here's the thing, when he was obedient and carried out the assignment, he knew that God was by his side during this assignment. He knew that God would be with him. Even though this assignment may have been looked at like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? Like, so us as humans and look, hearing this and, and in our day today, we think of like, no, how am I going to do this? How is this possible? My reputation could go down the drain. You know, I've been known to give words of wisdom. I've been known to be a very faithful man unto the Lord. I've been known to like stay away from, you know, things that are, you know, could give me a bad, um, um, a talk in town. I have been, you know, very diligent in being careful of the things that I do. I have been, you know, always very uh, respectful to people. You know, all these things we can think about and be like, well, why is this really being required of me? <laughs> right? You'd be like, why is this really being required of me? I know I would ask myself that question if I had been given an assignment from the Lord that sounded like maybe a little crazy, a little bit out the box, like I said, or just a little unusual. But Hosea didn't do any of that dissecting, analyzing, figuring out, you know, maybe he didn't even, it doesn't even say here, he went back to speak to the Lord and be like, Lord, I can't do that. Don't send me, blah, 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 blah. I don't want to do that. You know, he didn't even argue with the Lord. He didn't even question the Lord. He just immediately was obedient and did what the Lord asked him to do. And the question you and I have to ask ourselves is, if we were ever given an assignment that was definitely out the box, it was a little crazy, you felt like, oh, I, wow, I've never done something like this. God is, is God tripping? What's up with God, right? Like, some of us would be like, what is going on here? Some of us might even start to think, it wasn't God, it was the devil who told me that, Right? Because it's so extreme, the request that God is asking Hosea to do. And in that interim, what happens now? He's so obedient because he knows 
that being obedient is the way to go. He didn't run from the assignment. He didn't, uh, you know, do something different of the assignment. He followed every detail that the Lord gave him. And he went and he married Goma, the daughter of Diblaim. And she conceived and bore him a son. So that had that was child number one, child number one of hollow tree, right? Exactly as it, the Lord told him. You were also going to have children. And then he said, the Lord said to him, call his name Jezreel. So now the Lord not only tells him, go get this woman, have relationship with her, even though she has the worst reputation in town, and you have been a faithful man and an honorable man. Um, and yeah, you might get some backlash by this. People will look at you differently. Think People might think like, you know, oh, he had this secret all along, right? Um, but just follow my lead because I'm doing this for a reason. I'm doing this because I'm going to use you as a willing and obedient vessel to carry up, carry out an assignment to start something new, to break a curse. Do you know, my friends, that God can sometimes use you to break a curse? Do you know that sometimes God could use you to help someone else, help a community? God can actually use you. And it's not for anything you're going to gain or benefit, but he's just using you as a willing vessel. And do you know that he can actually use you to carry out a task that's going to help a community, that's going to help a person, that's going to help a situation that maybe you didn't even think um, you would be able to carry out? God puts us on assignments sometimes, my friends. And we have to be very um, understanding to it, knowing that he's doing things accordingly. And he's doing things according to his plans. And no matter how we might think that it's not something that we would really do or something that we just might feel like, how is this possible that I'm even going to be able to carry this out? and live with myself or carry this out and really follow what God is asking me to do? Will I be able to carry it out as long as he needs me to? I mean, I know you, you and I would probably be thinking all these things. But Hosea, for being such an honorable man and really loving the Lord and knowing that God is on his side, he didn't hesitate and immediately went ahead and made it possible for this to happen. And he carried out the task. And in carrying out the task, he did it honorably. He did it with joy. He did it with a sound mind. He did it in a way that was unheard of. Right now, we can tell ourselves it's unheard of, right? So, as we 
continue to read on, the Lord also told him to name the child, to to name his son. So see, the Lord already had this all planned out. He already had all this planned out, my friends, because the Lord knows exactly what he's doing and he knows exactly what works best. And then the Lord said to him, for in a little while, I will avenge the bloodshed of Jezreel on the house of Jehu and bring an end to the kingdom of the house of Israel. So here the Lord is already telling Hosea also what is getting ready to take place coming in the future that will have to do and include his son, his newborn son. So God is not just preparing Hosea in the moment of the present of what he's carrying out. He's also preparing him for the future and letting him know what is coming. Because remember, back in the day, God would always speak to the prophets and give them every detail that was necessary for the things and the messaging that they would have to bring to the communities. Now, I don't know about you, but if some of us look at this, we're like, okay, God, now you already told me that not only did I have to do this and I've already done this, but I'm going to have a son and now I'm proud that I have the son. But then at the same time, you're going to do something with my son that's coming in the future and there's going to be bloodshed and then there's going to be things happening like what's up with that right um and then also that the lord was going to end the kingdom of the house of israel meaning he was going to bring something to an end So I can just imagine that Hosea, hearing all this, must have said to himself, Wow, okay, Lord, what you say goes. And it also says here, It shall come to pass in that day that I will break the bow of Israel in the valley of Jezreel. So God is using these individuals to carry out a specific task that is going to be very important for all of us, for all of them. So here's the thing, back in the day when God asked Hosea to carry out this task, he did it in a certain way. And my question now is, if he did it this certain way, And Hosea is just following his lead because he's very obedient to the Lord. How would we carry this out? Would we do the same thing? This is what we have to ask ourselves when we read the scripture. We have to be like, whoa, would I also do something like this? If you're a gentleman that's listening to me now and God has ever asked you to do something out of the ordinary 
and your family has questioned you about why you dating that girl, why you hooking up with that girl, you even gonna marry that girl, you know, they have their uh, judgment opinions about it. And you say, yeah, but something in my heart, something in my spirit and my soul tells me God wants me to marry this woman. And everyone just thinks it's the worst thing in the world. It's, it's you're going to destroy your life. Everything's going to go down the tube. Your marriage is not going to last, blah, blah, blah. Many people are like, yo, dude, and you still want me to come to the wedding? Really, dude? I'm gonna just give me an example. But then all of a sudden, you do marry this person. And God uses you as a beacon to help this woman's life. To have this woman have a relationship with the Lord. Get an opportunity to surrender her her life. And this goes both ways, my friends. Whether it's a male or female. Female, you're listening to me right now. Young lady, young woman, you're listening to me right now. Same thing. Your friends might be telling you the same thing. Yo, don't marry that dude. That dude's a deadbeat. Don't marry that dude. He ain't got no money. That dude doesn't have, um, you know, that's just he has a reputation. It's just something about him. Yo, he's he's rolled with several, you know, girls. He's he has he he you know he has several kids with other women. Whatever it might be, people are gonna be putting their judgment opinions. And then the question you have to ask yourself is, is this actually? Um, something that you would do if the Lord required that of you. How would you handle that? Would you just be obedient to the Lord and carry it out? Or would you be like, you know what, Lord? Um, I'm not doing that. But if you're obedient, you would see in the result of the other person what the Lord had intended to use you as a beacon for, as a willing vessel for, to help that individual. Now, I know this stuff is deep because you're like, oh my gosh, really? He had him do that? We're going to talk about prostitutes here now and people who are like, you know, call girls. Yeah, this is the scripture. This is what we're reading. I ain't making this up. This is right here in the scripture. And I'm just reading it so you understand it. And when it says, and it shall come to pass in that day that I will break the bow of Israel in the valley of Jezreel. God is saying, I'm getting ready to do something wonderful. And I'm getting ready to crack down on certain things. Because it is necessary to start tearing down because of the people who have departed from me. So God was laying out a plan and using Hosea the prophet as a willing vessel that was that is willing to help people and in willing to help people he also understands that he's carrying out the assignment God has given him and he's trusting the Lord 100% about every detail and every day life circumstances, situation, um, what in the community, whether you're going to get the bad reputation, whether you're not going to get, whether people are going to talk about you, gossip about you, whether people are going to like, you know, send you nasty notes, you know, leave you nasty notes on your car, put a note on your door, or just look, look at you indifferent. You might even lose some relationships, you know, things will go down and they may not go down favorably, 
on your behalf, but God is using you in a way to help someone else or to help another situation or to bring awareness about something, you know, to, to the community or to someone else. So God's plans and the way he carries things out, it's totally different than what we're used to. So my friends, I am here to tell you that this is some deep conversation here. This is some deep stuff. And as I am reading this, I'm like, woo. I know when I start sharing it with my listeners, they're going to be like, what are you talking about? But this is what God had Hosea do. This is what was happening at this time. This is what took place. And this is what we're reading and understanding and learning about. So my friends, we're going to stop it here because this is some deep stuff. This entire book of Hosea is very deep. So I just wanted to leave you with this question. If God ever asked you to do something out of the ordinary, out the box, just like it just doesn't make sense, would you carry out the task and the assignment? Because you want to be obedient to what the Lord has asked you to do. Even though you might say to yourself, this is crazy. I never heard of such a thing. Why would he have me do this? What is going on here? Uh, Am I sacrificing my reputation? Am I going to lose friends? You know, how's my family going to look at me? Uh, You know, is this going to affect me even getting my next promotion? Like all these things. Would you still put all those... thoughts and all those fears and all those concerns to the side and say to yourself, okay, Lord, I'm just going to be obedient and follow out what you've asked me to do because I know you have planned it out. You're going to be by my side. You're going to protect me. And you're also going to give me the instructions of what I need to do every day. So my friends, I leave you with that thought. I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. Go back, reread this passage that we just covered, chapter 1 in Hosea, verse 1 through 5. And then next week, we'll pick it up and we'll continue to see what God had Hosea continue to do as he carried out his task and assignment. I look forward to sharing the word with you again next week, where we will rise and shine with the word of God, wake up. Saturday mornings with a purpose. God bless you. Antonia Roman is the author of Confessions of a Christian Woman, A Journey in Marriage, A New Beginning. In this book, Antonia shares her personal journey in marriage and how she used God's word to help her overcome verbal abuse. Tune in next Saturday as Antonia Roman continues to dive into the Word of God. The Word of God gives you insight for the purpose in your life.